0: Hello and welcome to the Freakin' Awesome Podcast. It's Wednesday, August 4th, 2021. I'm Benjamin Abaya, and joining me today, he is co creator of the YouTube series Date Night, but you can also catch him on a non disclosed beach, mini malls, summer camps, and small creepy villages. (laughs) Please welcome my brother, John Abaya. Hello, everyone. Uh, Yeah, I enjoy all of them all at once. If I can find the perfect mall on the summer camp. Uh, You could also be in time traveling. They say if you live in like the fourth dimension that you are everywhere in time. Um, All at once. (laughs) Like uh, interstellar. Like how interstellar fathers apparently everywhere in time. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. yeah. In your bookshelf. (laughs) Yes, right? yes, creepy. He was in, in the, the b- bookshelf, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> he was knocking down books and we, for a moment we were like, that has to be ghosts, right? Is there are ghosts in this movie? Remember, uh, vid- yeah, yeah, I, uh, there are ghosts, I'm assuming. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> a little spoiler. I feel like we would kind of spoil that movie a little bit. Yeah. Um, anyway, if you're new to the podcast, we should discuss what we watch, listen, played, and read throughout the week. And we conclude the episode with a main discussion, but I don't know if the listeners know this. this is actually a bonus episode from our um, Patreon that we just launched this week. Uh, you can find the Patreon on, I should be prepared for this, but not really, but Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the freaking awesome uh, uh, we're lucky that our our um, our um, mimic. I don't know what you're, I don't want to say. Competitor mimic. podcast, but our, our Doppel, doppelganger, yeah, doppelganger, yeah. The doppelganger podcast has not taken that yet. So uh, you can find that right now uh, with that URL. Uh, we have three tiers. Um, I will go brief. I will briefly. I thought talk, there was four. Oh, four, four okay. tiers. <laughs> yeah. I think because I'm so used to everyone having three tiers that... Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Also, like, in when you do a Patreon, it hides... Like, if you go over three, it hides the, the fourth, fourth one. Or the, after three, you have to, like, put view all. So it yes, makes you yes. thinking... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I probably... is gonna fix that bug somehow later, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, so our first tier is called the cool Patreon. Uh, basically, you just get all our um, episodes on our Apple podcast feeds or Google feed. All of them, you'll get it three days early. So, we're going to release episodes on that feed on a Wednesday. So, you get, uh, if you're a subscriber to our Patreon, you get it on a Monday, basically. So, uh, that's usually how we did it before, but now we're going to push the episodes a little bit back. For anyone who isn't subscribed to our Patreon, um, and you get to participate in deciding what we would discuss in future episodes. I'm gonna, we're gonna make, create little polls there. Like we're gonna put like, what do you want us to do? I'm probably gonna mix it up, variations of like video games, movies, a comic book. Um, but we'll always have that uh, main discussion uh, prior to that. But we'll have a another discussion with what our Listeners are going to pick that uh, that week. Sounds good. Uh, Yep, yep, yep. yep. And you get a shout out if you're a cool Patreon for that week. You become a Patreon, so uh, that's awesome. So everything else after this Patreon, you get whatever the cool Patreon get, get, but plus more. So the next tier is the awesome Patreon, which you get whatever the cool Patreon get, but you also get two to three bonus episodes a month. Uh, it's it could be any time in the month. Uh, It could be the middle of the week It could be the end of the month You could probably get two bonus episodes In that end of that month But it's bonus episodes exclusively On our Patreon page Uh, It could be a video or audio As you know uh, John and Audrey have date night They could probably do bonus date night uh, For exclusive Patreons You know the late night watchers I'm assuming I don't know what. You would probably Play the rated R games I don't know mm-hmm. um, And plus Plus you do whatever You get You're participating Whatever the cool Patreon gets too So uh, that's the awesome Patreon I forgot how much Each one is right now. So it's $5 For the awesome Patreon $5 a month For the awesome Patreon uh, For the cool Patreon It's $3 a month So the next tier Is basically The freaking awesome Patreon uh, This is a tier You get our episodes, our, our our bonus episodes, and John and I and probably guests will do a, a monthly uh, AMA episode, basically ask me anything episode of whatever you know you want to know about us. Except Oh, well, not all of it, but uh, what our <laughs> thoughts about this or that news on anything. A few, a few for, for, uh, for um, you know. I don't know what what's our thoughts about marvel versus dc and we will dedicate a one episode a month for that particular uh thing uh i don't know if i'm clear about everything right now but i think you are yeah and then the last tier is the 25 dollars per month which is the freaking awesome producer uh with this tier because it's 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 a it's a large amount we're asking but we're very grateful that uh basically uh you kind of help us produce it uh, a lot of the um, what we're getting from this Patreon is basically helps us pay for like streaming services. I mean, John and I have like a nine to five day job, but we dedicate a lot of our time on the podcast by researching. John, I know you do a lot with date nights, and uh, John does a lot of editing work here for both video and this podcast, which I'm very uh, thankful for. Uh, so that kind of offsets like everything, our costs. So we uh, we, we don't have trouble, you know, you know, because we do it for free. Uh, as you know, we never had ads on our podcast. Uh, I feel like we should have ads now <laughs> that came back. Uh, I don't know. We might have. We might in the future have ads on our feed if you're listening only particularly on our Apple podcast or Google podcast feed. So we, that you might see that in the future while our Patreon will be ad free. Um, but yeah so you uh, with the freaking awesome producer you get everything what the other three tiers get but you get a a uh, credit as a producer of the podcast and we might have more stuff add to this uh we're thinking about merchandise really s- s- small merchandise like stickers um I'm creating stickers of my dog so we might get that that says it's freaking awesome corgi mm, that's cool um, yeah so we'll we'll see in the future but Please, if you want to uh, subscribe to our tiers, go on Patreon slash The Freaking Awesome. It will be on our show notes. Um, but yeah, we're looking forward to this next step on our podcast. I think I feel like we're kind of late on this step. I feel like a lot of podcasts have done this already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I feel like we put so much work the past almost 12 years, even though we had like hiatus here and there. I know for you, John, you've done so much. Do you have anything to say? Uh yeah, uh well, just appreciate anyone who does become a Patreon. Uh it is uh, the uh, the offset too is for the hosting, like um uh, for for hosting the uh the the MP threes and whatnot, the podcasts and videos. That's true, uh, yeah. So it helps. We do us need a server that. to help us yeah, uh, with that, yeah. And then when it gets bigger, then yeah, then you need more space and whatnot. So that helps a lot. Yeah. Uh, but that is it. That's it for now for our Patreon. Uh, but this is the bonus episode. So this is what you get to listen to. It's gonna be still in the, you know, uh, regular feed for now. But with these bonus episodes, they're not particularly like the ones we usually do. Um, we won't probably have a trailer talk. Uh, But we're doing this particular bonus episode because we won't have time. If you listen to our last episode, which is the Jungle Cruise episode, uh, please, if you haven't listened to that, we had our guest, our nephew, John Nino Baia with us. So please uh, listen to that. But uh, before, yeah, all that, I mean, I mean, before all that, but uh, now I guess we could get down to what we've been uh, doing that we haven't talked about. Um, this past couple weeks, uh, or several weeks, John and I have been watching horror films, and we just want to we want to sp- put a spotlight on both horror films. Uh, one of them is directed and written by M. Night Shyamalan, which he also adapted it from like a comic book. It seems like, mm-hmm. as you know, it's old. The comic book was titled is titled Sandcastle. Let's start with that. John what's your thoughts on old uh, so to in context I guess for me for M night uh, I like him as a director and whatnot and writer I enjoyed most of his films I I enjoy it to, to the point where I'll, I'll find something very interesting or I like oh I like this part or the way he films it you can the way he films too is very distinct like his cinematography i think you told me about was that one the tv series oh servant yes yes yeah, so i i started watching that too so servant i think he I, he directs a handful of those episodes yes. he helped produces it he is not the creator but he has a lot of himself in that television show mm-hmm. i've heard i've heard his uh, daughter's going to direct the third season uh, oh, she oh, did. Cool. I mean, it's oh, really out. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's really good. Uh, she has the same sensibility. Even her other daughter, the youngest, is a musician, and her uh, music is also in that television show. Oh, did not know that. Well, that's cool. Uh, so I'm going into old, where like I think what was his last film? Glass. Was last film? Uh, yes. Yeah, it has to be Glass. Yeah. yeah. So I enjoyed that. Um, this one is very. Different. Uh, I mean, it's it's it has the same, like not stories, but like what his um, themes. Uh, I guess you can say about certain themes. Uh, and is it spoiler? I don't even know how. Yes, yeah, it, okay. uh, the we're going to talk about spoilers right now. Okay. So yeah. So if you don't know, the stories about uh, a beach, and then these couple, or several families go on it, and a uh, couples too. And then all of a sudden, the, the time is speeding up and whatnot. And then it's, it's cool just to see that, just the, the idea, I guess, the, the concept of time travel, not time travel, but uh, uh, seeing your, you know, your kid grow old. And, uh, and then they even explain the reasons why like, the kids grow up and then the older people are just getting old. Because you, you already have your cells, I guess, and you're just getting older now. And uh, that, that's a cool idea And watching it um, I enjoyed it a lot uh, Not a lot, but I enjoyed it <laughs> uh, I, uh, What would this rank in your M. Night Shyamalan's um, uh, I, I would say mid Like if there's a t- top tier I don't know what my top tier. I haven't like even even th- thought about this like this uh, I mean maybe we should do a bonus about that. <laughs> yes yeah. <laughs> um, we have to rewatch every, every M. Night yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh That would be uh, a task right there. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a, I'd say mid tier like the, the, the uh, I say the performances are really well done. Uh, to extent like there's questionable like dialogue and whatnot just maybe not the dialogue but like the the way they say the words or the there's a word for it when you're in film right um uh, uh what is it called wait what is it what are you asking like when a, a actor does a line what is it the the there's a word for that i'm just blanking. a line just one line yeah, of the yeah, but they have different ways to say the line like there's a word like a uh, interpret i guess right uh, to yeah interpret, i guess, yeah. yeah a line and whatnot uh i would never certain dialogue i would never think that oh that's how i guess they interpreted that line <laughs> uh I mean one of them is the dog one or was it again like the dog is dead or something yes, like that. yes yes yeah uh, comes out that. comes out no not nowhere but uh, it, it explains certain aspects of like oh there is a dog on the island and he died <laughs> so uh, but they have to say it the way they said it and there's like another scene I I'm like I don't have the I M D up but uh, um, the boy who when he grows older. He impregnates one of the uh, the 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 women or girl or whatever. Like it, it's hard to say. An older like, version you know, of a child. You know, a child. So she yeah. is an so adult that, woman. That's what the one thing you have to wrap your mind around this whole movie. That these kids that are you know twelve and under most of them. The one that are kids are have a twelve year old mind throughout the whole film, even when they get older. So you have to like really get that song concept in your head because some of the things you they do is questionable like that's weird i <laughs> just to hear things or what they did together and whatnot they did he did get uh they both had sex and they you know had uh, uh or she had a baby and it's just uh then because of time he got older and then when he did that he's like telling the dad like i've been the dialogue was at it forefront. It's in the background, saying like, "Oh, I thought you had to." Do- "Oh, yeah, I did do that." And then Dad's like, question, oh, do you know if you did that, you can get her pregnant?" And the kid's like, "Oh, I thought you had to do like ten more times or something." Yeah. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, it's it's weird just to hear the dialogue of them in the background. So sometimes some of the scenes seem like I know it doesn't come off like comedy, a comedic, but it comes off kind of like funny just hearing the dialogue and whatnot. It's similar to like the happening. Like the, the, the way certain actors do the line is just weird. Like it's just like I guess that's the best take they they can get. It's most mostly the the Mark Wahlberg part. I can't think of one off my mind, but I remember there's a lot of uh line that they or dialogue they did and the the way the one they choose to interpret it, it was very questionable. But yeah. And then the ending I, I like it I've been playing a lot of Resident Evil. So <laughs> the whole evil corporation <laughs> is trying to do this Thing is all you know my thing right now just like oh yeah that's kind of cool like they're doing but i also like when you, there's a good revenge like plot and not revenge revenge but, but that there's a good ending and that they actually you know will have a a, a, a very they close it where there's a, like, resolution to a resolution resolution to yeah. a happy resolution even though is it happy <laughs> oh, yeah yeah no. we, even, we don't know we, i mean well, it's, are you for the greater good of like, you know, killing a few people just for thousands of people to live? We, I don't know. we like would also hard. note, because it's in spoiler territory, but they killed a few people uh, without their consent. To- yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's the other They thing. use them we- as guinea pigs, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, there's a similar thing like this. Uh, to on uh what is that uh, they, they just had a sequel uh, the escape room is literally the exact same Spoilers the escape room if you never watched the first one but yeah exact I same watched it. same ending like it's uh I'm talking about part one where it's like experiment to see who's the smartest or I forgot what but to like the different Ploys and what it was like a, a experiment on different people and whatnot so it's like all these little experiments. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I I would recommend people to watch it just to see, like how he directs it. Because I kind of like how he directs stuff and the cinematography. Um, yeah, I agree. I really I think one thing I like about this movie is how ambitious it is. Um, M Night is usually an ambitious t- director. He always seems like he has these concepts that doesn't always fit right with uh, with a lot of people. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I know he has a controversy when it comes to mental health uh, illnesses or issues that he tends to take advantage of them or put a spot, a bad uh, stigma on them. Mm-hmm. And I think this was the film where he tries to make amends with them a little bit, a little bit in a way. I don't know if it takes the strides of like... Um, uh, you know um removing that controversy uh, in his other films like split and glass or what's that one movie where there's two grandparents oh the visit the visit where he most of the villains have a mental health uh issues and uh he uses those as a way to um not make oh, vilify vilify the, yep, the, yeah, yeah. the characters and it's it brings a little stigma to it uh, a lot of stigma actually because it doesn't seem like he's respecting what that particular mental health issue is mm. uh, but I do I do appreciate that he tries to make amends in this film where those mental health issues isn't uh, is something actually where in the plot they're trying to fix it so I appreciate that Otherwise, I think the acting is a little bit everywhere. I think a lot of people, a lot of the actors seem like they're in different movies, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, but I do appreciate like also how they're acting. I, I think he's balancing this whole, you know, everyone's everyone's getting old too quickly, so how fast-paced uh, the reaction of everyone He's actually trying to mimic that. Like, how are we going to act if we see our child grow, like, 12 years in the matter? Well, yeah, it's like, that's what I was talking about, like, the concept of your kid in this body. And then just the reaction. It it is hard. Like, I know it's questionable, the dialogue and the way they say their lines. But it's like, I really don't know. Like, if I saw Lennox, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, he's 20 and has a deep voice, I'll question that, because I was like, it's a whole... I don't know if we discussed this, like, if you saw, if, you, if time travel was happening, if, say, Lennox found time travel, will I even trust him coming back in this timeline? Yes, yeah. And then say, like, true. I'm your son in the future. I was like, huh? Like, I don't know what if I... don't know if I'll trust that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't even know what, uh, how that will be if I were to see someone like your or your son do that too, mm-hmm. um, uh, when it comes to the technique, I guess the film techniques of this movie is uh, I really appreciate. I don't know. Uh, you do you know blocking when uh, directors use blocking as a way, a tool to tell a story? It's basically where the character and the camera, where are they in the space of the of the location, mm-hmm. and how that you could tell. You could tell a great story with that, like, I mean, a lot of people use the whole um, technique of, like, if someone stands up and someone's sitting down and they're in a frame that the person standing up has authority while the person's sitting down. Doesn't have the That's like the well, best well known one. So uh, with blocking, you could you do the same sort of technique where each person is in the frame, but they're all in different positions. I think that's one thing it goes for. There's this really beautiful shot. There's a couple beautiful shots in here uh, where the children are playing freeze tag, and at first you don't even know that the, mm. what they're playing. It just shows a child frozen in time. And then the camera pans around them and you see this like it's a very graceful pan of these children just playing freeze tag and it ends with like another child uh frozen. And it makes you think about like this this is like a, a um a metaphor of some sort in the film, how you know we take time for granted sometimes that we want to freeze it and then what happens we always think about talk about what we should freeze time and you know appreciate the time what we have, but what if everything's going quicker? Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciate that. And then there's that's, like a cup, yeah, go That's on. one of my favorite shots. Yes, <laughs> like just yeah, yeah. That. I've never seen anything like that that's no. beautifully directed like that. Yeah, 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 um, there's a lot of beautiful shots with when certain characters are getting older and they talk about how and then they're rap- rapidly getting older, so they're losing sight, they're losing their hearing, and I love how that there's this dialogue between them and um, how they have to basically, um, what do you call it, uh, has to like, I guess live that life or live at that moment hmm. and tell each other what they feel about each other and everything. So I, I really love that. Yeah, like the core theme of this film is mostly, uh, don't hesitate, like, all of them had illnesses and none of them told the significant other. Like they were all scared. They did, but they don't, but no, but some of them did not like not significant, other, but like the family didn't tell the kids. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The, the doctor didn't tell or didn't tell any of them. Like they were scared to tell people. And then the one person who actually did tell, Oh, not even one, like three of them or a couple of them did. The, the rapper told them about the blood clot, uh, he had uh, or not blood what is it called i took th- uh, like he has uh, i forgot I the forgot. name of that yeah something with his blood is basically he keeps bleeding his nose and then mm-hmm. the other one has um oh what's her uh the the wife of the lost guy <laughs> I <was supposed> to <laughs> um uh but either way his wife had uh ep- epilepsy or i'm saying that word wrong uh, at or the way when you, someone is shaking or at, uh, oh um, I forgot what it is yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 really saying like that butchering really. everything. yeah 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 I will, I will, I don't even know how to spell it <laughs> so I've been tried to uh, try epileptic yes yeah epileptic yeah, yeah. yes yes thank you seizure they have seizure sorry have seizures. that's what yes, I'm trying yes, to yes, find yes. that's the word I was trying to find um, but yeah. Um, It's on too uh, When you think about it Uh, So it's like the doctor The family uh, Even the lady Who had the calcium uh, Disorder, yeah Yeah, the only people who were Yeah, and she didn't really say it Right away, right? The what she had I mean, a lot of it is through dialogue he does yeah. she does mention it with his child her yeah, t- yeah. child yeah oh yeah, you mean like the whole like uh, keep your back straight yes These, yeah people like but she doesn't really say it in front of uh, them like they didn't yeah. know right away and oh well uh, sadly like she's like uh they kind of made her like look like a monster it felt very if- iffy like those like the way they portrayed her in the very ending of her basically not giving up and then kinda of like just let it all out and then when they're in the t- tunnel. I I know he was trying to do like something similar to um what's that movie? Uh it's like um Pet Cemetery Pet yes. Cemetery uh like th- that illness too is uh, like shown as this horrific thing and very monstrous and they he kind of does it here and you feel kind of like uh, okay i guess <laughs> like <laughs> like there's some things like you question like do you was that necessary to show her like that like they uh, he he does a really good job at like not he does the whole alfred hitchcock uh, sh- don't uh show too mm-hmm. much uh, then in some scenes where he does, he overly shows. I think, especially yep, with yep, that yep, woman yep. who has the calcium deficiency. Yep, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's moments in the beginning of the film where you don't show the body, and it, we know how frightening that body looks like. You yep, just see yeah. a, a part of the skeleton, but we know how gruesome that. But then he uh, <laughs> he contradicts himself and shows like the whole like. Uh, the the gruesome of the woman's yeah it's it's really yeah, weird yeah it is weird <laughs> he still needs like a little bit of control but it's fine um, but yeah I think that's we that's all we could talk about with for old because we actually have one more thing to talk about yes 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 uh, but that movie his but that came actually out of his own pocket he paid eighteen millions he produced it by what? himself I did not yeah. know that yeah and then it made uh four uh it made forty eight million dollars so uh, he made like uh, twice as much. As uh, usually so uh, good for him uh, making these small films still and still earning something Mm. from them Uh, so the next thing I just want we're probably going to talk about briefly because we talked about it lengthily in a other episode but we just want to talk about the last two I guess uh, films in the trilogy of Fear Street Uh, for those new really quickly Fear Street uh, part 1 two, uh, 1994 came out uh, beginning of July and then um simultaneously not simultaneously bit uh, afterwards a week uh, after f- the week after the following weeks afterwards uh, part 2 1978 came out and then part 3 19, uh, 1666 came out uh, all of them are directed by Lee Jan- uh, Janaki, Janak, Janak 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 Yeah, I don't I don't know how to say her name. <laughs> Uh, yeah <laughs> I, I'll probably uh figure it out later um but um yeah John what's your th- final thoughts about like the f- last two parts uh, um for, oh, wait really quick like for people that don't know part two takes place in a uh Friday the 13th esque camp site mm-hmm. uh, a, a summer camp and Fear street part 3 1966 t- took place is take is taking place in a the witch, um, um Salem, like, type, yeah, Salem yeah. type of uh, I'm talking about like A24 is the witch, and Salem, like, borrows a lot of the tales from Salem. Uh, so what, you know, what's your thoughts? Uh, so this is my final thoughts, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> basically, <laughs> I'm gonna add this to the freaking awesome list. This is my favorite horror trilogy of this year. Uh, it's hard to top, it had everything that I want. The music that was in. Uh, uh, the third, uh, second one, the one that takes place in 1978, is very reminiscent of Friday 13. It like nails it almost to the core. Like, hear that soundtrack and hear Friday 13, it's almost so similar. Like, the not similar to the vein, like it's a note to note, but they captured that Friday 13 so well in that music. And every like little, even the there's like, I guess, a villain theme to it a little bit too, that almost reminded me like. Uh, uh, of uh, and it's like go go kill the I forgot the, yeah, yeah, the score for uh, Friday 13 it's similar like the, there's like a voice in there that's telling either the killer to do and whatnot. Uh, uh, all the performances were great they, they nailed all the way like, what I want in this horror movie and the revenge of it all the, when they take the revenge of how they you know uh, basically um uh take not take care of it the the what do you call that not the ending <laughs> i'm i'm lost of words um the not what, what what the ending the 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 i guess the cop not compromise the the uh, uh man i have i lost of words i don't know what you're trying to say actually yeah 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 i the the basically how it ends is r- really well and I, I really like it i like uh part the three finale too. i guess you can not say the finale but the way they uh, complete it but not not the word complete there's another word i'm thinking about but is it uh, resolution again not resolution it is from prob- maybe maybe conclude it was conclude how Conclusion. they concluded <laughs> they resolve. resolve and all these uh <laughs> uh synonyms <laughs> the same word uh <laughs> But, but yeah, just the way, and then I yeah, just I, I like how what we were theorizing from the first one, how the actors would be portraying other characters is literally what you said, like that Back to the Future, and they did it well. They're like, and not technically, they went time traveling. I yeah, Just no, that no. these characters represent their future ancestors, selves, yeah, yeah, yeah and from ancestors. the past. Yeah, uh, so a lot of the characteristics from the '94 to '78 they also are brought to 66 with these characters. Yeah, like the good. The good family uh, specifically. uh, one One particular character, Kate yeah 94 uh, she also kind of dr- deals drugs or hallucinogens in mm-hmm. 1666 in case, yeah, 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 yeah and uh some of the other characters who are uh, similar like the sister and brother relationship is still there existing Yep. yeah, yeah. um but yeah Oh really quick i love it i i would agree that this would be on the freaking awesome list so i guess we could officially do that later <laughs> yeah yes. actually i don't have it pulled out on what the li- what's on the list mm. um But yeah, I love everything about it from the soundtrack. Although there's a lot of needle drops in this, uh, both films. I think uh, if you... I remember they said that in uh, 1666, what they did was that they tried to take certain music that's modern and turn it into a more orchestrated music for Mm. 1666. So it matches the setting. Um, I love how the director... Lee, she went for it when it comes to gore. Like she's a fan. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Uh, especially the first film, and then the the second film has some gore. I think that was good. Uh, the third film has also some gore, but I like how I think this is a a theme throughout this whole couple of years. I guess how the young uh, people, the I guess you could say Gen Zs, or probably some of the millennials, will try to take back what's uh, not take back. But improve the world somehow, mm-hmm. whether this is in horror or whatnot, so that we have to trust them, and uh, and it's pretty good. It's really, wait, are we really talking good. about old or are we talking about the quiet? Place Even old, part two. we're talking about old. <laughs> I feel like this theme is throughout the whole thing, so I'm really impressed by it. And uh, hopefully, other directors or creators impl- implement in other things. But um, but yeah, you can find Fear Street all parts in Netflix right now. We highly recommend it. Uh, shout out to every single person that's on that uh, on those films because I know they filmed it backwards where they actually filmed I think they said they filmed uh, 66 1960 and 78 first and then they filmed 94 during the pandemic so they that's pretty cool. much have everything no but. And these- they don't even know the ending of '94. Like yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, just- yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they, they, for them, they were just filming things that were yeah. in certain order. Uh, like they thought this is that their part and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, what's the unfortunate part was that because during be due to COVID, these were supposed to be out on theaters. Actually, what uh, this yeah. would have been great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think were they, just- they going to do back to back to back?
1: I don't that know. I actually been...
0: don't know. I have to read up on it. Really, uh, You so, know, if, uh, that, if that really happened, if they had a plan to do it back to back to yeah. back, that would have been so cool. Like, people, that would have been, like, the summer of that. Yeah, it says, <laughs> it, says there, it was theoretically, theor- theoretic, theor- theoretically in June 2020, but was pulled, scheduled because of COVID-19, and in April 2020, uh, they ended their distribution right with 20th Century Studios and went to Netflix instead. Ah, uh, so Netflix Mi- acquired it. Mickey Mouse it didn't want it distributed <laughs> it, yeah. Um, so that's that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is it for the show. John, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, just go to datenightplays.com. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Benjona You can find all of us on thefreakingawesome.com. But also, please subscribe on our Patreon, which is patreon. uh, patreon.com slash thefreakingawesome. Uh, please follow us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Twitter uh, at FTA Now, um, and Instagram. It's FTA Now. Uh, I think that's it for now. But uh, thank you for listening. This is the bonus episode. And I'm Bedro Dabaya. I'm John Dabaya. And this has been the Freaking Awesome Podcast.